Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Go! <laughs> uh, gotta get, gotta get, um, get, a, get in that metal mood? Yeah, I, I, by quoting corn, <laughs> singing some corn. Yeah, we love corn. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Metal Family. Metal! Family. Family. That's yeah, the yeah, b- part. Bunch, bunch of clank clanking bleep blorps. Yeah, a little, a little fucking Mega Men. Yeah, they're all little robots. Little robot family. Yeah. No, that's not what it is. Dean, are you familiar with the program Seal Brute? Something to do with hackers? Yep. Are you aware at all that I've installed spamware protection to restrict access to websites that I think would be harmful to you and Heavy? So what? Someone tried to break through the protection and gain access to the sites using primitive Trojanware? <laughs> How naive. No, someone gained access to the sites by bypassing the protection with software under the guise of Seal Brute. Guess who's 350? Raise 350. <laughs> it should it should be it should, that, but it, it could isn't. be. They haven't shown that they're not robots. That's true. They could um, be robots. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Uh, so before we get started, big thank you. This is a birthday shout out. Happy birthday, Scraps or Parker or Schlip Schlap or whatever your name is this year. Glad to see your musical taste is improving. Have a podcast, you moody teenage twerp. My or not my words, their words. Uh, uh, but we Parker stand by them. Scrap. We, we fully yeah, endorse of course, it. Of course. Yeah. Yes. This is okay. This made me feel like in with the kids because I'm pretty sure this is like something the kids are watching. Right, Tom? I, I have no idea. I've never heard of it. It's a it's a web series from 2018. Yes. That is currently in season two. Uh, it's uh, called Metal Family. It is Russian, I believe. It is um, extremely Russian. Yeah, and so it's being dubbed into English, uh, and um, it is it's there's season one and season two, and so far that amounts to like less than two hours. It's about thirteen episodes. You can find them all yeah. on YouTube, um, both with the English dub and the original Russian. If you want to get weird, yeah. If you maybe you get speak weird. Russian. I don't know. I don't know what your life is. I don't know. The dub is okay. The dub is shaky. Uh, it gets better as the series goes on, but there are certain episodes where it's like, did you record this on an iPhone? Like, Yeah, it's, exactly. <laughs> it's it's kind of shaky. Yeah. The first the, uh, few episodes, but then like it all, like the production clearly, like they get more money. I guess the series got more popular. The animation the, gets better. The sound quality gets say, better. The animation, the first ones are like fucking Newgrounds comics. Yeah, exactly. Or, or like yeah, cartoons. Yeah, yeah. And then it becomes like, by the, by the end, it's like, Oh yeah, this is like a it's just like you a know, cartoon. something that'd yeah. be on Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, like fully well animated by the. There's only three episodes up for season two right now, and I guess they released the the last one like a year ago. So I don't know how long it takes them to make these. Um, well, I'm sure they have to translate them too. Yeah, that's I true. I had it written down. Um, oh, that would have been a good late, idea. That would have so been the a good last idea. episode came out late 2022. Oh, okay. and I should note they're all kind of like five months apart. So I assume it's a very small crew, uh, and it just takes a little while between episodes. Oh, okay. So, that checks out. Yeah. My feeling is that I'm pretty sure this is still in production. It's still going. Yeah. The thing, uh, the um, last I looked up, it said they're in the middle of season two, so we'll probably expect uh, another episode in a month or two, I guess, because the last one probably. was like in December. Anyway, not important. We should probably no. tell them what the show's about. Well, yeah, uh, it's it, it is what it says. It's about a, a family that are into heavy metal, uh, and uh, well, not necessarily heavy metal. All types of metal. All types of metal. Yeah, that's true. Glam is a big part. Glam of Glam is the dad. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess I want to start with the, the. How did you like this? Okay, so this is. Uh, I wound up 
I wound up liking this. I, I I don't like really like. I don't love it, but I wound up liking this. Um, I it, it was really shaky starting off, so it was kind of yeah. similar to like Hell of a Boss or the other web series that we covered, where it's like the early episodes are kind of rough. It's they're not that funny, and it's like I kind of get it. Like I liked the idea of it. It's, oh, the family that each each family member is like a different type of metal, sort of. That's cool. Right, That's can, a fun idea. Yeah. We can go through the episodes a mm-hmm. bit, but yeah. Um, it definitely it got as, better. Like, yeah. Yes. It's like three minute webisodes at first. And then it hits something kind of remarkable to me happens when it hits the first long episode and the flashback episodes. Cause yeah, I'm pretty much uh, the same with you. I, I, I ended up liking this and yeah. I think I might like it more than you in the sense that like, I am going to watch the next episode when it if, comes out. If I remember to, I probably will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it's kind of, it's very interesting to watch what I would consider, uh, talent behind this a storytelling talent. I agree with you where I didn't find it particularly funny. I'm not, uh, yeah, and I'm not even really sure it's any, I'm it sorry, stops finish getting your thought. that funny. Yeah. It's, it's, well, not, yeah. it's like it's intent stops being to be funny. Yeah. Even though it is kind it's still always kind of funny. Like I love the mom. She's hilarious. But um, yeah, she's yeah for sure. But yeah, it really starts. It shifts its focus uh, like halfway through season one and starts just like okay, it's we're it this, it's kind of funny, but it's not. I wouldn't. It's not even really a comedy, really. Yeah, something again. Something kind of remarkable happens to, to this um show because it starts in a way where, uh, you know, you're just like oh, okay, I get it, and then it decides to do something <laughs> standard, uh, yeah, kind standard, of like... changing completely, changing the characters in a way. Uh, yeah. And telling uh, a three, it's so far three parts to this specific story that I would say like, oh, I could see this in a movie. Yeah, uh, they start, they basically, it switches from being really traditional kind of sitcom slice of life, little joke episodes. And then all of a sudden they start doing flashback episodes about the dad, Glam. And it's like this really dramatic story. It's still funny. Yeah. There's still jokes in it, but like, it's really dramatic. Yeah, and it's told really well. It's, I it's also and told I, really well. Yeah, at the yeah. yeah, the montage when he discovers metal and starts playing yep. with his friend Chive, like that, that like actually resonated with me emotionally. Yeah, I was like, this yeah, is like why, well made. <laughs> that's what's wild. Watching this is like there really is like uh, you watch this person crow, but I would argue, and that's why I want to go through the first ones too. That there is uh, the seeds of like storytelling. Um, episode one is very simple, and mm-hmm. it's. Um, it's probably my least favorite because it felt a little straw manny. The the characters, the teachers are like complaining about this this kid named Heavy, and they shave his hair. And the dad comes in uh, to talk to them, and the dad is glam, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's all glammed he's, up. Yep, and he's really polite, and everybody's like all shocked about it. And that's where I was like, eh, I don't know how shocked people are about metal <laughs> anymore. Yeah, sure. it's, I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe in Russia. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's uh, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah and he basically is like you violated my kid and i'm gonna do something in kind but he doesn't really do anything in kind he explodes a firework (laughs) he leaves a glitter bomb yeah he does yeah and 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 it was cute you know Um, the the, the funniest thing about it is they do a fun callback to that i was about to say (laughs) the callback made this worth it to me yeah Um, honestly yeah. yeah that's episode one Mm -hmm. uh again it's a couple minutes second one i thought had a good idea but it was a little shaky, which is like, we learned the other brother who I forget his name, but he's D. the smart one. D is his name. D. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is like, he, he uh, uh, is helping a kid out with a test by uh, saying the answers into his ear. And then he runs afoul with a bully. And so like the kid is hearing him in the <laughs> ear. Hearing him get beat up. That was kind of a funny idea, but. Uh... Right. The the audio quality wasn't great, the recording and the dub, so it was really hard. Plus, they were putting a filter on it so that we could hear what this kid was hearing in his earpiece. So it was legitimately kind of hard to understand him. But yes. it was a funny idea. Like, that is a funny like idea. He froze up at one point because he just got punched in the stomach. Yeah. So like he's yeah. trying to run this grift on this kid, and he's getting his ass kicked over the earpiece. Yeah, and it's the kid starts like laughing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I I thought like, oh, good solid short form plot right yeah like beginning middle and end and um and so like and we're establishing the brothers now um they they yeah. tease the mom and then the next one is about the mom 
Um, and actually, this might be my least favorite one. Um, it's another kind of straw man. It's people going around filming people smoking cigarettes and like harassing them. Harassing them, yeah. For smoking like, cigarettes. It's like, I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe in Russia. I don't know. But... Youth culture in a, in a a country on the opposite side of the globe so it's probably and we're 40 year old white yes. american dudes so we it's probably just something we don't know about but anyway for sure and they go after the mom and she like knocks him out and they film her assaulting these kids uh and then they go to the cops um and um and the, it reveals she, that the the card doesn't have it yeah, they don't uh, have the video anymore, so she tells this out fantastical version of events, like, oh, they were uh, trying to attack me, and I beat him up. And I don't know how that one kid ended up through the glass. He was crazy. I don't know what he was right. doing. Um, it's not a bad intro to the mom, but although it's like a little, she's a little a bit of a jerk in this one. Um, they, they, hadn't uh, quite she, fig- they hadn't quite figured her out, because later on, she becomes, right. she becomes basically you when you play Dungeons & Dragons. Right. Like she's her solution like, yeah. is is just to muscle through everything and she's really funny about it. Yes. Um but they are figuring it out. It it very much is like season 1 Simpsons where it's yeah, like nothing yeah. quite looks right. They, yeah, they haven't figured everyone out. Right. <laughs> Homer's still like a normal person in season yeah, exactly. 1. <laughs> and so this definitely felt like that. But they established that this kid, the blonde kid D is smart. Yeah. He he did this thing and then the other kid uh met or heavy is is kind of the emotional one and one of the parents is blonde one is redhead and same with the kids and we're starting to see something that i really like and i i i was talking about with bob's burgers with you which is something new new shows seem to do oh which yeah is they realize like how to do like genetics where they're like the kids are going to be like the parents in very specific ways uh and they're having fun with that whereas you go back to the simpsons it's not like they Bart and Lisa don't feel like necessarily they could Homer be anyone's kids. They could be yeah. anyone's kids, just and that's largely because of the art style too. But I mean, that's not For true. Sure. They they started drawing way different looking people in The Simpsons. Oh so. yeah, but you, no, there's definitely so, like Millhouse. Yeah, 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 Millhouse. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Where <laughs> it's like this is just a little more nuanced. Um, yeah, they they I, put it into their personalities. Like I see what you're saying because like Bart and Lisa don't really seem like either of like homer i mean bart's a little bit like homer but like right and in bob's burgers it's pretty obvious where the kids get their traits from another thing you said bob's burgers i like that this family gets along like i like that they enjoy being around each other it doesn't do the the traditional sitcom thing and bob's burgers does the same thing exactly yeah and it kept reminding me of bob's bob's burgers for that reason yeah um and then we get into episode four and i this is poker night and this is the first one for me, I know uh, you. Well, we'll get into it, but I know you didn't. You, this didn't click for you right away. But this is when I started personally to like it, like this show. Um, I didn't love this episode, but I recognized that, the, like, and maybe you did too. I don't want to put words in I, your I, mouth. I, li- I that, liked that they sort of nailed, figured out the, the who the mom character was going to be in this episode. Yes. We also started to get a feel for like the dynamics because it's poker night which is a great idea for a short form cartoon family sitcom they all play poker together what does that mean right uh and the dirtbag friend shows up uh who's into old ladies for some reason but that you know, is, that, that's uh, that was heart. that was chive isn't it i believe that's chive yeah yes. uh, he plays a huge part in the flashback episode yes he does so this um, is an interesting introduction to him because he's just kind of like this this hippie guitar player seems out of place with them and yeah 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 and this is what's cool about this is they once we start learning who these people are everything sort of clicks from Mm -hmm. these episodes so the dad is very weird he has this like constant smile and he a very cheery voice uh and he's clearly very smart uh the mom is a hothead and they they show that here she gets she's also she's also buff (laughs) which i love She's just yes. jacked. <laughs> She's jacked. Um, and she gets <clears throat> do seven flops. And of course it comes up like two, 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 seven. <laughs> uh, and so like, that's a very relatable poker situation. Uh, and uh, basically she loses and then heavy loses. And so it's kind of the dad and the, uh, and D and they're both the, the smart ones. Right. Um, 
and they start like really going at each other and they're there's playing, like a feeling of there's they're playing this mind game like the dad just starts idly talking about oh somebody you know somebody got around the little firewall that i put up to keep you kids from accessing certain websites i wonder who that could have been and they're, they're doing this yeah. back and forth <laughs> yes and it, it's yeah and that was again when it like clicked it was like oh this is cool and like the dad's kind of a sociopath it seems. He, he is a little bit yeah yeah and uh and so, like, great premise. Um, and then, ultimately, Chive is winning. And the realization is, like, Chive never looks at his cards. Yeah, and not once. It's, yeah, it's this idea of, like, they're kind of weighing intelligence in a way. And they do this yeah. later, too. Where mm-hmm. they're showing, like, what everybody's skills are and where they land in this family and the dynamic. And it's a very good way of doing it. Which is, like, yeah, these two are more intelligent, it seems. Or rather, they're the they're better at you know education stuff at school um but that doesn't mean they're necessarily yeah that doesn't mean they always have the upper hand and chive is kind of proving that here as well and that's pretty much that episode right yeah but you can see how it starts like a shape starts forming and you're right. like oh okay yeah it, it it was just kind of random jokes around the idea of a, of a family of metalheads and then it starts to coalesce around this episode and then the next episode is all four of them go to an escape room and that's where it really clicked for me well there's one more before that actually oh is, i thought the next one was the escape room so you'd think it would be but i think maybe they were out of order when i did them. Oh, the maybe. episode I 5 was the will reading i had but oh. we should talk about let's talk about the escape room well no just, because we, we just they, mention, there's mention still it. episode seven still goes back so yeah all right it's, so it, there's a go ahead oh i was gonna do the will reading one which sure. is um <laughs> which we learn that he has a sister yep um, and she's awful and she's terrible she's, she's and we also, very very mean to him <laughs> yes and she looks identical to him pretty much uh, yeah yeah and they um and they go to a will reading for his father and it's really fancy and he's not getting a thing and he's just smiling through the whole thing. So now we're getting like background. And again, it's like, it's like, this is the first time it threw me off where I was like, Oh, okay. This is interesting. Right. They're, they're, they're like exploring his character and they're not telling you it's that you don't, figure this out for several episodes so it was weird to see it in like a six or seven minute web cartoon episode where they're planting the scene of oh they're like glam the dad he is not interested he doesn't want anything from this it's like he does he couldn't care less about it so it's like well care less it's it's it's, so that automatically you're like well there's clearly a reason what could that reason be and what a weird seed to plant in a cartoon like this but they do pay it off super well and it's not like all the others. It's not like a. It's not like very jokey. The will reading happens. The dad leaves him a single box. The uh, uh the dead the dead father mm-hmm. and the uh the sister is obsessed with this yacht. They get the, they go there in a the limo. They leave in a cab basically, which is a good yeah. visual. Yeah, they which ride because like, they ride up with the sister and she gets yeah. everything. Um, and all Glam gets is this box and he doesn't care. And then she makes them ride home in a cab. <laughs> yeah and then they're like let's look in the box maybe we're loaded and he's just like i'm not interested uh and then basically it ends with him looking in the box and we don't see what he sees but his face drops his face drops, and that's the end of the episode and it's like what the fuck yeah it's a hell of an off like it may feel like we're over explaining it but like we really wanted to get across like what the first couple were like and then this thing happens (laughs) you're like yes that is a hell of a shoe to drop. <laughs> yeah, this is leading to something, and that's important. We're not just yeah. going to... I mean, we can go through each one because it's easy. It's not but necessary, like, but... Yeah, I'd say the first season, and well, obviously the first season because that's most of it. But then the second one, I think, or the sixth one is the escape room episode, and that's where it all comes together, Yeah, which is family going to an escape room. Mm-hmm. Really obvious, uh, perfect uh, sitcom, uh, you know, storytelling yeah, plot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's basically yeah. it ends just real quick it ends up with uh glam and d uh, are end up paired up together and solve the escape room in record time and victoria the mom and heavy are paired together and she winds up ripping a pipe off the wall and bashing yeah. her way through the brick wall to get outside and that's how they escape and they think they think they both <laughs> and they think the they're way. doing it right yeah and it's perfect because it perfectly represents the dynamics of this family. Yeah. Because at the end, they go, well, we did it as a team, both families. Because they do this idea where, like, at first, it's the kids against the adults. 
And um, so there's one like quote unquote smart one on the team. And then they go through like this, they accident accidentally like swap. So you're like, uh oh, the two dummies are on the same team. And the reveal is like, uh, well, no, they figured out a way out too. No, yeah. <laughs> She's still going to get out of that room. Way. It's just. <laughs> yeah. And they, and at the end, the mom is just like, we did it together. And so it's like a pot that she also like created a positive environment. The point of an escape room they both they come out in fact the ki- the the team that bashes the wall comes out with a sense of unity and like satisfaction whereas the smart ones don't care that much yeah it was so like they didn't even really have any fun doing it exactly like they, so, we just kind of see them we see them sort of like laughing at how like easy the clues are right and so it's kind of like it's like playing checkers with storytelling it's a very simple idea but it's kind of perfectly executed which is like okay you have a puzzle you have four characters, you swap the dynamic halfway through, and then something happens that you don't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it also paints a picture of those characters. And so that's like the first episode where it's like, like if you're going to like, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a great storytelling. Start bucket. it here. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it really it's, is. cause it just, well, you get I've, plenty of other shows do it because it's just like, Oh, give them a puzzle, give For them sure. some sort of thing they need to solve. And each character how each character decides to try and solve the problem is will, you know, tell it's, it's like giving you all the background you need on a character. Basically. It's a real easy way to do it. Yeah. And like, yeah, I, I would argue we're efficient. The bar me, a little low. Let me efficient, say efficient yeah. and not easy. Efficient. Efficient. We, you could, you could argue we're setting the bar low cause this is a web series, but I think what it comes down to is that most shows you watch have a team of writers having to figure this out. Whereas this is clearly like a smaller group. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's why it was like impressive to see like okay so you're really thinking about this now you know yeah uh and i'm i'm i don't know how old these people are it doesn't really matter I have no but it idea. was just like yeah. it was just like really surprising to see then we get into episode seven um and we can sort of start yada yadding but this one's kind of important too because it's about d trying to learn to play guitar and we learn a new dynamic which is that his brother metal is heavy, actually heavy. is heavy sorry i keep calling it metal <laughs> heavy heavy it, this is now and this is what i really like this is the bob's burgers of it all it's not just that mom is like heavy and uh dad is like d it's not that because what we learn is dad uh glam can play guitar really well and so uh and so can heavy right and so that's the way they're alike suddenly they have a natural musical talent but this is d trying to learn guitar and he can't do it, which I relate to. Yeah, um, and it's, just, it's just beyond him. <laughs> yeah, and his dad is just very straightforward saying, like, you're talentless. You got to understand, son, you don't have any talent. Um, and he's kind of fucking mean about it. The, he's straight. He, yeah, and I, I think it's important because when we see that happens yes. to him in the flashback is his dad did the same thing to him when he was a kid. Yes, that's what they're planning. And he's actually he gets he gets mad at one point. He does. Yeah. Yeah, he loses his temper and then quickly corrects himself. So he's like putting a lot of pressure on this kid who just can't play guitar. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much the episode. It ends kind of sad with him on a DM and you see the message that says, do you play guitar? And he has to answer no. Yeah, he was, try- he was trying to learn to play it so he could impress some girl he's chatting with online. Yeah. <laughs> so Episode eight is just sort of a standalone. It's the biker bar. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we don't have it's, to go into it. It's it's fun and games. It's just the mom getting into a series of contests at a biker bar. Anyway. Yep. Then we get to episode nine. And this is where it goes completely like uh, just left turn. Uh, this, it takes place and they don't tell you. It's just suddenly you're watching a young, a young blonde man that you realize pretty quickly is it's, glam. It's glam. Yeah. When he was a teenager. And this is where shit becomes a three-part. This is also the first long one. This is like 20 minutes It's like 20 minutes, yeah. Uh, there's another so one that's 26. One. Yeah, I think the next one is, is 26. Yep. And then there's one more in season two, and all three of them all, are specifically about... They're all the, the flashback dad. episodes about the dad, yeah. Yeah, and we could just run through it, which is that... The dad we learned started, of course, in a very rich family. We should, with a, we should, with bro, a, we should call him Glam because we're gonna his Glam's dad Glam. factors into this pretty you're right, you're right, you're heavily, right. and I don't think we know his name. So, <laughs> right, and so Glam, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> dad, little dad, and big dad, little dad and um, big dad. <laughs> so Glam, uh, first thing you realize, uh, well, it's, it, it, um, 
it starts, I think, around that box, right? Or they mention the box uh, that he got. It's, at the well, he's in, the- he's in his music. Uh, his dad's giving him a music lesson and just uh, whipping him on his arm on the inside yes. of his wrist with a ruler every time he messes something up. And he's, you know, he's cutting and bl- yeah. bloody from it, basically, because his he, dad is his dad sucks. His dad's a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, his dad is abusive. And then and he gets also, he gets a gun in a, in that box that has a little thirty seven on this on the side. Right in the middle of this lesson, the butler comes in and says, "Your your Smith and Wesson arrived," and he's like playing with the gun and he loves it. And we we clearly see that this is the same box that he left glam in his will. Right. Yeah. So the third side is like, "Oh, was there a gun in that box?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, what the other thing we learn about glam pretty quickly here is that he actually is emotional as a teenager. However. Most of the emotions are anger and sadness. Mm-hmm. He is a lot more of a human, I would argue. He has a, he has, um, he, he's just acting more like someone in this situation, right? He's um, acting like he's a real, he's a real, yeah, he's a real like Im- impassioned teenager. Like he's behaving yes. in, normally what we've seen in Glam so far is, is just this unnaturally cheerful face, the wide-eyed smile. Um, right. Yeah. So this is like, yeah. It's, it seems like a totally different character. And it's making that offer where you're like, fuck, man, yeah, this what is happened? great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what happened? I bet. I hope we're going to find out. So he's being the way... Uh, so we're seeing that pressure. He is being pressured to be like number one on, in his class for violin. Uh, and you're uh, immediately seeing like, oh, this is the, the pressure he was putting on his kid. This kind of reflects that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's trapped in this house. He's basically a prisoner. He's never really seen the city. It's a real fucking Cinderella, like, uh, like princess situation where he's, we learned that he's making a model of the city with any trash he could find. Yeah. Um, hidden, hidden very, very carefully underneath the yes. floorboard. Like he has this really intricate, it's like a three step lock basically to hide it under his floorboard yes. along with a journal that he keeps. Right. Yeah. Yes. He's built, he's built um, a little Beetlejuice model of the town. <laughs> Yeah, using like junk and he's he he keeps calling the buildings stuff like zippers and and you know different pieces of junk that associate and he's trying to find a light bulb to get this first perfect uh piece. Um and he on his way to school sees a piece of a light bulb so he ke- kicks it into an alley and he meets Chive who's pissing in the alley who we do recognize like oh that's Chive from yeah. Poker Night so we know he's going to matter. Chive is a, a metal, you know, he's like a little little junky kid. He's a like little he's piece like, of shit. A like lovable a, piece of shit. Yeah, he's like a street punk, basically. Yeah. Um, and so he's at first like really irritated and turned off by this guy. They go and do the contest. Uh, They're and again, it's a conservatory. That, They're both, yeah, oh, he, right. he's going to basically audition for a conservatory and he realizes that Chive is also there to do the conservatory. Right. And, <laughs> and he's like uh, disgusted by him at first. Exactly. And he's even more disgusted when he gets second place yeah. to Chive. Yeah. Chive is number one, which is a uh, a nice little offer. And so he's still like disgusted by him, but Chive pushes a, a Bach uh, album on him. I believe it's Bach. Yeah. Um, and he's like, and he very clearly Chive, while he's talking to him, you know, you realize, oh, Chive knows a lot about music, despite doing this like little shit. The street punk. It's a similar. Very, it's a yeah. similar kind of reveal to the poker night thing, where it's like, even though the reveal is that he just doesn't care about the game as much as everybody else does, but it is sort of like you sort of write him off. Yeah. Um. So the show's kind of already trained us to do that. It's interesting, like the the things that seem inconsequential that they kind right, of call they thought back. about it. Yeah. Yeah. And he brings so he brings the bucket, uh, the the album home. His dad beats beats him for getting second place. Uh, he's like, but you know, my sister didn't. And he's like, it's different. She's a girl. Like he's an awful, awful man, the dad. And he beats him and he goes, gets in his room and he fucking cries. Uh, and he lies down and he puts on the Bach album and it's actually twisted. It's actually twisted sister. (laughs) Yep. And he's listening to twisted sister, sister. And then the episode ends and great fucking place for that to end where you're like, okay, we're seeing the origins here. This is Mm -hmm. great. You know? Out of nowhere, Un- totally yeah. unexpected. It's again. I, it might feel like we're kind of needlessly explaining the plot of these episodes, but like, man, this—it suddenly became a whole other show. 
right and i i guess now the question is do i want to spoil anymore um talking about it or do we want to just let people watch it if they want to because i figured go through it because um because i don't think people are going to watch it but i think at this point maybe i we don't want to explain too much more what do you think i don't know we could give broad strokes it's just it essentially this becomes a three-parter even though they're not consecutive parts like yeah um, and this and the second part is basically him getting into metal and and liking it yeah i do want to talk about because i want to talk about the the skill yes yeah but so basically the second part is like he's heard metal and now he starts to kind of snap and we start seeing the smile um right he uh, has it becomes like he's sneaking out at night to to learn how to play guitar because he's he's a classically trained musician but he plays uh violin and piano he doesn't play guitar um so he sneaks out with chive to and chive is teaching him how to play um and he's seeing parts of the city he's never seen before so it's like this music this he finally has an escape basically so that's where the smile comes from it's like oh like my dad can't actually hurt me anymore because i have this i have this secret world that i can escape to now yeah, it's Teenage Rebellion. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's he's a little snapped. Like, we realize the dad bit, is yeah. kind of a tragic character. He has stuff he has to resolve. But, like, uh, and then they do some really good storytelling to show this connection. For example, the first time he does, he hangs out with Chive and, like, goes through metal and stuff where he's like, I want more. At When they're going to his house, he's like, oh, yeah, that's where I live. Uh, they're looking over the town. And he goes, over there by the can tab. Chive does. So you realize, oh, Chive is also thinking about the town, like a pile of junk. Um, little things like that. They do these montages. They have a montage of him um, basically having a, uh, a, a, like a, a huge day with um, Chive, um, m- like intercut of him getting beat. Yeah, getting beaten uh, at home. And yep. then it, yeah, and they're two different times. It's after and before. And then they meet when, uh, ending on him coming home, and he says to himself, this is going to hurt. And you, you know, it's going to hurt because you've already seen it. It's Mm -hmm. a very well-made montage of like two timelines meeting together in the middle. Um, It's really compelling. I would argue better than the family stuff, to be honest. Like the flashback stuff is, I I think I know why they kept doing this because people were probably like more, it's yeah, more of this really good storytelling in these episodes. Yeah. And like we said, the him having the smile on his face, getting a like hit with the smile on his face. They do this montage, just sort of focusing on that smile. Um, and then there's a part where his father is like almost terrified of him. Yeah, his dad recoils. He, yeah, he actually drops. Yeah. He drops the ruler, and Clam bends over and picks it up and hands it back to him. Right. Uh, it's 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 wonderful. And so they start like playing shows or going to shows mm-hmm. and starting a band. Uh, and, uh, he, this whole time we should mention he has a diary, which he has in as an, as an adult as I well. mentioned, I mentioned it. He kept oh, okay. it hidden under the floorboards with his model. I didn't notice yeah. that he still had it as an adult. That's cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. He writes in the diary, I believe as an adult, uh, maybe I'm missing, mix, mixing it up, but I could have sworn. Anyway. Um, and, uh, he tells his dad, he's going to like a big rehearsal. He pays his sister to uh keep it to to back him up because they're actually going to a show they play the first show it does well he comes home and they do another great kind of moment where he's just walking in the rain he looks at his dad his dad is standing out there um his sister is standing out there she has a black guy he looks in the trash and sees all his secret stuff in the trash including the box that has the model which we should have mentioned is the same box yeah, uh, that the gun was in. Yeah, he he was he he stole the the gun box to put the model in because he was going to move it to a different place, and then of course his dad finds it and f- destroys it, throws it in the yep. trash, and he just turns around and leaves because he knows his dad's just going to beat him. And uh, there's and the dad screams, "You chose rabble, Adam." There's a, a gut punch, and I mean, there's a lot. It's a very emotional scene. Um, his as his dad shouting at him you um what's his name sebastian is clam's actual name right. um you you hear his sister um who we said is awful to him in the previous episode she can't stand him but you hear his sister very quietly call his name she's like sebastian like she can't right. believe she he's leaving be abandoned. she, she yeah, doesn't want to yeah. be left alone with her dad so now now <laughs> we totally understand like she was she was cold to him before but now we understand why she hates him so much as an adult yeah. cuz he abandoned her there 
Right. And for a good reason. But for yeah. good reason, but still. Like, you're like, yeah. oh, that's like some real shit. Okay. Exactly. We know where everybody stands <laughs> yeah. at this point. Uh, and that's why it's so impressive. And that's how season one ends. Uh, basically explaining who this dad is. Uh, and then when season two comes up, we get we start with the uh, the regular bits again. Um, the f- like and so, but we start kind of realizing like who he is. You know, like it, the first one is the science museum, right? Um, where D steals a rat and keeps it at yeah. home. Yeah, they focus. They start focusing on the kids again, and I, I get oh, they, why. And because... They tie so much stuff in too. There's like another episode where it's before this, where I think Heavy is looking at something, and Victoria wants to see what it is, and and Glam says, "Oh, he's old enough to keep his own secrets." Yeah. And in this episode, D kid steals a, a a test rat from the lab and, and is keeping it secret at home in a box, and uh, Glam kind of knows he's doing it, or at least suspects it. But at one point right. in the episode, he's like in the same position that his dad was when he found Glam's secrets. Um, yep. So it's it's like, I don't know. It's <laughs> exactly. No, Glam is fighting. He's fighting becoming his dad. His yeah. Dad. Yeah. That's the whole point yeah. is that now, like, that's why it is important to do the kids stuff. It's just really clear that the protagonist, the person we're keeping our eye on is Glam the whole time because he has these moments of like intensity where he just stares and smiles and he goes like okay yeah and you realize like oh that that's like his fucking brain he he just waged Uh, a war internally that we didn't see exactly (laughs) and it's it's really good because you suddenly realize like okay this character's kind of dark yeah um and it also explains little things like yeah his pressure on this kids the fact that he's like he cooks them a really like nutritious breakfast he's really like again he's clearly come from education he, he, he came has a from, little fanciness in him yeah you know he, he came from not only education extreme wealth yeah 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 which yeah i would understand why he doesn't like pets because he doesn't want pets and yeah this first one is just kind of about this kid uh, I, they do a really good sequence i thought because he doesn't steal the rat the rat escapes because <laughs> they go on the field trip and the kid is like do you have any super smart rats and they're like, no, of course not. And then sure enough, a rat who's clearly super smart, he, it, they're watching and like an, t- another rat is escaping or the guy's explaining how the rats could get out and he's watching quietly as a rat is also listening to him and following those instructions. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. And so D is just like quietly watching this rat become like Jason Bourne and he doesn't want to say anything. And then he's like, and really the only way he could get out is like by hopping on one of you guys. And the rat like looks at him and he looks and he's like, no, 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 no. The rat jumps in his bag. Um, and like, they do this thing where they're like, nobody opened their bags while we're here. And then he tries to get the rat out and the guy's like, young man, don't open your bag. And he's like, okay, fine. Uh, and so it's like, again, very well done. Uh, and so he, the rat basically smuggles itself out. Yeah. The, what I believe is genetically smart rat. Um, and then the second episode is, I we believe re- he's blackmailing. Oh, I was just to say, we revisit real quick, uh, the AM chat. Cause he goes, he's, he's about to yep. tell the rat he can't keep the rat anymore. And then he's in the chat with this girl and she's like, he asks her if she likes rats. She's like, I love rats, especially black ones. And this one is a black rat. And she's like, do you have a pet rat? He's like, as a matter of fact, I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah, the, the second episode is him impressing this girl trying um, to yeah he's trying like to blackmailing uh, yeah it's the henchman <laughs> like he has a henchman he's blackmailing the bully to like uh slap her uh, like her books out of her hand so he can come in and say all yeah. these cool things but he immediately freezes up yeah uh and then in comes his brother who doesn't care and so he's just and doesn't um, realize there's a grift going on so he's like we should go beat him up come on man <laughs> Right. And then he just, he wants to walk her home alone, but his brother's there and he just keeps like, you know, ruining his game. And at the end, he's like, by the way, I got these two tickets to this concert. You want to go? And then the brother's just like, but if we only have two tickets, how can we bring her? And then that's how it ends. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Just completely fucking up his game. (laughs) Yeah. It's solid. Yeah. And then the final, yeah. The final episode is once again, flashback. Mm. And it's about Chive and their band and um, let me, a descent into drugs. Yeah. Let me tell you, Dave, I did not expect this episode. <laughs> it's a fucking heavy episode. We don't need to reveal everything that happens, I guess. But it it basically, it's just about, 
you know, Glam has left home. He he and Chive are now at a band. Chive is really, really into drugs, and it's kind of jeopardizing his life and their band. And like the other band members want to throw him out, but Glam's like, no, I'm not going anywhere without Chive. So, so, yep. and then so it's there's <laughs> something. It's really dark. <laughs> it gets really dark, but also really bittersweet. Yeah, because Chive, we so Chive is kind of like. They were like, okay, well, now let's give Chive a story, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and so they give Chive this very fleshed out story about where he came from and why he is the way he is. And, and we where, saw where, we saw glimpses of it in the previous episode that he was in, where yeah. like he lives in a trailer, his mom's an alcoholic who is very abusive towards him, at least verbally. Yeah, uh, but he seems to love her regardless. He he says yeah. like. You know, you don't know what she's been through. He's defending her. Right. And so this yeah, is yeah. about like, yeah, this darkness of Chive. And the more the the message at the end is basically like in this darkness, Glam hangs on to Chive because Chive saved him. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it, it's about. Friendship. Ultimately, yeah. Yeah. it's about pursuing your dream versus friendship and what is more important. And again, huge fucking idea. And it sort of ends on a cliffhanger. Um, and that's the last of this season. And that's mm-hmm. why I was like, fuck, man, I got to watch the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really impressive. And I can't wait for them to tackle the mom character. I want to see flashbacks of her. I want to yeah, see I wanna where see, she came from. I want to see, yeah, Victoria's story. Yeah, for sure. They sort of hint like, they sort of hint like at the end of this last episode that we're getting close to him meeting her. Yeah. Um, yes. I think so too. Yeah. And I guess going back, what what kind of amazed me about this that I feel is unique, unique to this show, um, and maybe, I mean, I could be wrong here. I know other shows have done this a little bit, is that the first couple episodes, you, we meet a cartoon family, yeah. and they all have their quirks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's they just, very, they very they cartoon, are. very cartoon. The dad never had to be explained. No. He could have just been this weird, cheery guy. Because we accept that in cartoons. But instead, they said, okay, hold the phone. Now we're going to explain why he's like that. Yeah. And, and it's and not th- and it's not going to be... It's going to be extremely real, extremely yes. dramatic, and make total sense and kind of transform him into this tragic character. Right. It's, 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 it's like this cartoony character actually has a very grounded reason he's like that. Yeah. And it, it's like if they revealed that like Peter Griffin had a brain like brain damage <laughs> and that's why he was like comically I mean, st- silly they, like that's <laughs> do they reveal that they did an episode where he's i i don't want to say the word okay but they do an episode where uh it's it, i think it's even called that r word but it's basically oh, he, yeah, yeah he yeah, realizes yeah, that, that he does have like a uh learning disability or mental right. uh, disability but you know what i mean they yeah i know, I know. right it's played yeah. for like it would be like finding out that he had like this dark tragic, tragic dark backstory like he was yeah. in a motorcycle accident like gary Busey. right exactly like, like just that's... this real hardcore backstory to this goofy character <laughs> exactly well you realize like by the end of this by you realize the dad isn't goofy he is just like broken in a specific way Um, And not in a necessarily bad way, because metal saved his life is the idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so did his friend Chive. And and this family is bliss for him. Part of it is bliss. He did say at the end of that, because at the end of that season one episode where he he walks out of his uh, house in the flashback and leaves his sister and his dad behind um, and his dad shouting, you chose Ravel. It does flashback to them coming home from the will readings like, no, I did. I chose family because he has his family now exactly and yeah. we're, sh- we're they actually show us what his dad left him in the will what was in the the box was his trash model city yeah yeah exactly and so we uh, yeah that that's so that's the thing he's not tragic he's just you know he's struggling with yeah. his past still yeah um but he is happy not because he's like a sociopath but because he really is like i'm out you know mm-hmm. i'm in this world that i love but he is still, yeah, trying to battle urges. He's or still, something. yeah, he's still keeping a lot of things <laughs> bottled yeah. up in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, the payoff of, of the firework of the glitter bomb is that in the rat episode, he visits the old teacher who's like, "We need to." Who's like, "Your son brought in a rat," and and he assumes the teacher is just you know throwing his son under the bus, 
And then he talks to the teacher and it's very clear that the teacher is telling the truth. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then the teacher's like, what's that? And there's a lit firework. It's and already he puts lit. It out. Yeah, it's yeah he puts it out and goes, oh, that's nothing. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, just in case. So like, yeah, I like that as the button of like, oh, I'm not going to glitter bomb you. You're right. Like, I'll only do it if you're wrong. So you're actually, you, you're right this time. So you yeah. win, you know? Um, and I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, they 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 pay a lot of little things off uh, in yeah. un- unexpected ways, and a lot of things. I already said this, but a lot of things that seem inconsequential or just like random details uh, are actually pretty significant story seeds that they're planting. Yeah. So, I think I talked my way into really liking this show. Well, that's the thing is. So my thoughts on it is like, okay, I don't. The humor is okay. It's not amazing, but it's cute. You know, like the, the yeah. firework thing. The firework thing is probably the first joke that Fipeos that that made me laugh, um, but that is just taste. Um, it's it's not really it's, the humor isn't bad. It's well no. written. Yeah, it's like one of those situations where it's like, you know, where you're you're watching something and like you'll uh, the joke will come and you'll be like, oh, that's pretty funny, but you won't actually laugh. Exactly. <laughs> like that's, it's like yeah, that. Yeah. And that has to do with us being like fucking comedy geezers who fucking yeah, old, you know, du- that's dusty old farts with with creaky old joints and exactly rattling bones. That's me exactly, and just nightmare balls. But like, ah, oh, it's the, terrifying. Yeah, it's just a fucking mess. Uh, but the point being that like, there's like, it wasn't like oh that's not funny. Um, it was more yeah, it was it's charming. Um, but for me, like the thing that like stood out was like. I didn't need this to be this well written. Yeah. And I would argue this is more intricate than most like TV cartoon sitcom family sitcoms so far. And with yeah. this, with this storyline that they're doing with, with clam. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is a surprisingly intricate. It's, it's just as, story. just as emotionally resonant as Jurassic bark. Yeah. Kind of the, the Futurama episode. Yeah, yeah, I would say so, because what Futurama does that I would say the other ones don't and that this does is they focus on characters. Yes. And that's what this is, is that this could have easily been what zany mix up to this metal family get into. And I was so scared that every episode was going to be someone being like, oh, my God, I'm so shocked that you're a metal family. Yeah, you know what I mean? it, it was it was a shaky start for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I was so scared that was going to be the case um, and that it was just going to be that over and over again. But instead, they were like, let's have an exploration of characters and like ex- and, and actually like make you care about these people. And I just super did not expect that. Uh, it was threw me way off. And like, bravo, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, and and the translation gets a little better. Although I will say, if you want that teenage girl to be uh, someone you like, don't have her say a gay slur <laughs> like in like one of her first lines. But, oh, I, I, f- that, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, when the guy knocks the book, the bully, I believe she uses uh, a no. Uh, and I, I was sort of like, okay, is that translation? You know, like... That's true. Certainly, I feel like I feel from like- everything I watched in this, it felt like that's not where their heart would be. You know what I mean? I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt there, but like that was that really stood out to me. And I was just like, whoa, that is weird. <laughs> That's like if they said that in Bob's Burgers for context, mm-hmm. you would be like, surely that wasn't the what they meant. Like, surely there was a mistake. Yeah, that's my feeling. But like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I must again, I must have looked away or something. I watched some of these on my phone, so that that one just it's went weird. right by it's me. It's weird because yeah, it's weird <laughs> because she's not a bad um, bad character. She's supposed to be a good character. You're supposed to like her. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so it was like, whoa, Jesus. Again, yep, yeah. this is from Russia. I don't know about the translation. It's in, it's That's the like only the, thing I flagged where I was like just like, the first like, okay. chapter of Save the Cat is don't have your like, yeah, likable character characters say, say a gay slur. <laughs> yeah, really. Really a slur um, of any kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any any, any old slur. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my only like note. Otherwise, like, and I mean, that's a big note. But again, it's. Yeah, it's, that's. Uh, yeah maybe skip that episode <laughs> that well i honestly as far as i'm concerned watch uh the fucking watch the dead ones the glam yeah, ones the the prequel ones yeah the, the, the three longest ones. ones basically that you'll find and that tells like a really compelling interesting story that doesn't end you there's a f- cliffhanger so you're gonna want to watch more um and like you take those three you mash them together you it's basically like a movie 
because mm-hmm. they 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 happen one after another uh and so i don't know i think that's uh it's pretty impressive you know yeah and definitely unexpected it comes out of nowhere yes um I don't think I have anything else no, to say about No, I think we've this. I think we've talked this one to death. But uh, Yeah, we really have. And yeah. I apologize for just going through the plot, but it what really was something where it was like you, it's like watching a stunt where you explain what the stunt is because you're just impressed by it. Where I was just like I did not see this fucking coming. Yeah, it's out of nowhere. Yeah. So, um, uh, good good pick. Yeah, solid pick. Uh, happy birthday, whatever that yeah, person's birth- name was. Happy birthday, Scraps or Parker or Slip Slap. Uh, uh, you moody teenage twerp. Uh, good, good, good. I don't know. Good taste in shows. I, I will probably. I, uh, yeah. As long as I think to, maybe I'll put a, a notice a thing on the YouTube's. Uh, I want to watch the next one. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to uh, get my, click the little bell notification. That's it. It's a bell. It's a little I bell knew there icon. Was something. Yeah, it's your name, my Dave. Goodness. Just click it. Just click your name, and it'll mm-hmm. let you know when the show is coming. It, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, click my name. Thank you. <laughs> click your name. <laughs> definitely won't <sighs> get buried in a mountain of trash in my inbox. Yeah, definitely won't. I definitely don't have. I'm that Definitely problem. gonna see I, this email when it comes. I in. definitely don't have four email addresses. <laughs> Certainly not. Uh, yeah. Uh, listen, this was through our Patreon, so uh, thank you all for listening, of course. And if you're interested, you should check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. You go on there, you get exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Muller's Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. We watch mm. movies every Friday night with our patrons as well. You can check that out. Yeah. We also have a store. Head over to GameThatEmployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on T-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So, uh, you know, slap your unnaturally wide eyes uh, uh, onto that. Unnaturally so wide peepers. Yeah, big peepers. Yeah, he's just got this, this wide-eyed smile at every episode. Mm-hmm. It is disquieting. Yeah. It is. It's unnerving. Unnerving. <laughs> yeah. That's how I like my cartoon characters. Yeah, I like to be a little uncomfortable when I watch my art cartoons. Yeah. 